Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. I tell you what, I'm so excited to chat with this gentleman. He's a singer, songwriter, musician, and producer, a founding member of Silvertide, which, by the way, that's what we kicked off this hour with. One hell of a resume, you guys. He's worked with Perry Farrell, Shinedown, Matt Sorum, Dorothy, and finally the man is releasing his own album. Can't wait for that. On the phone out there from Pennsylvania, we got Nick Perry on the phone. Nick, how are you? I am well, and thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, cheers from Fargo. Hey, man, you ever been to Fargo, by the way? I actually have. I had a great time. It was uh, I was I was on tour with a band called Shine Down, as you mentioned. And we were doing a tour with I believe it was Avenged Sevenfold at the time. Right. And we pulled into town. It was very cold, and it was so cold. Uh, we were playing in an arena, and and they actually had the tour buses pull. I've never seen anything like it. The tour buses <laughs> pulled inside the arena because they didn't want anybody outside. <laughs> that sounds about and, right. <laughs> uh, and, but but backstage, uh, they they had uh, whoever was the promoter of the show had like a nice little gift basket for every member of the band, which I thought was so cool. And it's things like that that you remember. I mean, I've played thousands of thousands of shows in my life and here i am talking about it so it obviously made an impression on me but there was a really really cool hat you know i don't know if it was made of you know what kind of material but it was like a fur lined hat and it said fargo engraved on it you know like a winter hat sure and i wore that thing for years (laughs) you know i was just uh very proud of my fargo hat and i i had a great time and, and i just i loved it well, that's awesome, man. We appreciate you here in Fargo. How is things, uh, by the way, out there in Pennsylvania with the whole pandemic and everything? I mean, it has been a crazy year. We were just saying it off the phone here that at this point, I wouldn't even be surprised if we just started seeing aliens walking around the street like, oh, sure. Uh, what next? But how's things been in your neck of the woods? Well, it's a mixed bag. And like I said to you a minute ago, you know, there's no instruction manual with how we are supposed to move forward. So I think everybody's taking it one day at a time. I'm grateful that my family is healthy and that I'm with everybody here. And uh, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to, you know, keep doing what it is that I do, which is make music. And, you know, but it's a it's a really trying time for many people. I'm, I'm I'm sympathetic and empathetic. I'm living through it in real time with with the rest of the world and just trying to make the most of it. Right. Well, you just touched base on it there because I was going to ask, what have you been doing with your time since this whole pandemic thing has happened? And obviously, uh, it's it's been making music. And we're looking forward to uh, this album coming up, Sun Via. It's coming out August 14th. Uh, we've been playing songs here on our station. And uh, I, I got to ask, how did this album come about? Was it something that was in the making prior to this whole pandemic or was it something that you said, well, I'm not going anywhere, so might as well make some music. Kind of give us some background on that. Sure. Great question. And it was actually in in the making a long time ago. So the first session for this album took place on December 1st, 2017 in Los Angeles at Sunset Sound. That was the first day of, of recording. And just because of time, life things, and, uh, you know, 
and a variety of other life things. It just it just took longer than I expected. I also, in the middle of it, got a call from my friend Dorothy, yeah. who's a, a really cool rock and roll singer artist, and she her her guitar player was having a baby, so she asked if I'd come out and play some shows. So I ended up spending a long time on tour with her. We opened for Greta Van Fleet uh, all over the country, and then we did a headlining run of hers all over the country. And during the making of the album to press pause and do that, you know, it definitely took some time uh, away from the uh, the speed at which I, I was working. But in the end, it all worked out because I, I made a whole bunch of new fans on that run and became very close with the Greta Van Fleet guys. They were super cool and have been super supportive. And it allowed me to really take my time writing, which is the most important thing to me. It's not just like, all right, time to make an album. Let me just slap it together. Like <laughs> to me, it all comes down to the song. Right. And I spent uh, many years getting ready for this record. As you talked about, I've done a lot of things. I've, I've been in a lot of bands and I feel like all roads have led me here, which is to finally put out a body of work under my own name for the first time, right. you know, in, in 20 years. And I'm still a young guy, but I started so early. You know, Silvertide got signed. I was 16 years old. So wow. I've been doing this a long time, and I feel like it's all been leading me to this moment. And I'm very grateful to have what I think is the best band in the world. These are my friends who I grew up with in the Philly music scene. One of them, uh, Brian Weaver, my bass player, he was in Silvertide with me. So we've been making music since kid and uh, to finally have the material and the confidence to get up and on stage and front my own band and sing my own songs it's taken it's taken a minute to get here but uh, it feels very natural it, it, honestly I cannot imagine going back now like this is I'm looking at, at this is as you know day one in the next 30 year story. You know, I'm glad that you just said that because uh, that was a question I was actually going to ask you. If, if there's anybody that we've been looking forward to hearing some original music from, it's been yourself. I mean, this could have been something you did already once Silvertide was done because you guys made a pretty big splash with that band that if you were to come out and do a solo thing after that, uh, it would have made sense too. But, uh, you know, the wait has been worth it. We got Sun Via coming out here August 14th. Kind of give us a little backstory on the... Uh, the title of the album. Okay, great question, and 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 thanks for the kind words there. Um, son, so I, even though I'm from Philadelphia, I married a California girl and ended up uh, living in California on and off for a number of years. And, and in fact, at one point, I was bi-coastal. So the band was in Philly, I was in California, and I was like, you know, basically bi-coastal, which sounds nice on paper, but it was actually pretty pretty tough. Uh, but I fell in love with so many things about Southern California area, the desert, Joshua Tree, sure. the Yucca Valley. Not only, you know, it, 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 it's got such rich musical history, you know, and I fell in love with the, and really spent a lot of time digging into the music that came from that area, whether it be the Eagles or the Burrito Brothers and, and uh, uh, you know, a lot of what people call the Laurel Canyon sound, right. the birds and, and Crosby, Stills and Nash and all that stuff. So uh, that had not only an influence on me musically, but the culture of it and the desert and the cactus and the, the whole vibe. I just got really deep into the whole Southwestern vibe. And we ended up renting a house. The band and I rented a house in Joshua Tree. It was an Airbnb situation. We went out there for a week to write songs and to film a music video, and we just had the best time. A very 
memorable time in, in our experience together. And the street that we were staying on, the, I don't remember the exact house address, but the name of the street was Sun Via Drive. And when we were talking about, you know, possible names for the album, somebody had brought up that house and I, you know, I looked up Sun Via and I don't think this is a literal translation, although it's probably pretty close. It, it has some, you know, rough meaning that's like Avenue to the Sun. And when I heard that, I was like, that's it. No questions asked. Not only that, but also kind of a little bit reminds me that translation of Waiting for the Sun, which is my favorite Doors record. Aha. And I love the Doors. Right. And so that kind of also helped me fall in love with it even more. So we named it Sun Via um, Avenue to the Sun. And, and perhaps this is my own metaphorical path to my own, you know, finding my own sun, the, you know, a bright spot in, in my future let's hope absolutely well it's really kind of cool because this past saturday uh, obviously the pandemic changed a lot of things including uh vinylathon and record store day they were kind of part two this past saturday they go hand in hand and if anybody who's been following you on social media uh you're doing some really cool things with sun via that uh, includes vinyl so kind of give us a little bit about that sure well, it's funny because, you know, we've talked about Silver Tide and, and, and all these bands, and I'm a huge vinyl collector, and, and one of my uh, daily routines is I wake up every day and I put on a record for my daughter and myself, and we listen to old records. That's like my favorite pastime in the world, and also a huge source of inspiration for me to this day is I love just putting on, and then they don't have to be old records, they could be any era records, but just what I consider, you know, my favorite music. So it, it was absolutely essential when we started talking about releasing this record that it had to come out on vinyl because after 20 years I've never had a full length record on vinyl and it feels almost criminal that 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 hasn't happened you know yet so uh, it was a big part of my ambition to do it and to do it in a big way so we printed a bunch of vinyl that are that they're available for pre-order now we did a limited edition vinyl in orange that sold out in four hours which wow. blew my mind <laughs> uh, but the black vinyl is absolutely equally as beautiful and looks great and sounds great and uh there's not many left so if anybody wants a first edition pressing of this album i would encourage you to pre-order a vinyl uh it's also available on cd it's available digitally in fact if you go to itunes and you uh, pre-order the album digitally you'll get two songs the first single which is feeling good and excess you get both of those songs immediately as an instant download which is cool so awesome. you know we're, we're trying to just uh you know, put a, a, as many options out there for people as possible, but also have fun creatively. And, and the vi again, the vinyl is something that was super important to me. And the artwork is beautiful. And funny enough, talking about Silvertide, Mark Melchior Jr., who was my bandmate in Silvertide, he's a wonderful graphic designer and artist. He did the album packaging oh, wow. for Silvertide Show and Tell. And he did it for Nick Perry and the, and the Underground Thieves' son, Via. So it's really full circle moment for me in that respect as well. That is so cool. Kind of tell us with one word, what are we going to be getting into with this whole record when it comes out in a couple of weeks here? If you were to sum it up with one word, what would that word be? Ooh, uh, fun. Fun. I like it. We all need some fun right now. That's for dang sure. Two great tracks. Can't wait to hear some more. Uh, I also want to ask, and now you kind of touch base on this. So I kind of, I guess I want confirmation You've got this resume, man. I mean, obviously, Silvertide, you've worked with so many great artists. Uh, you've produced a lot. You've done a lot of songwriting for artists. But from this moment forward, does this now mean Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves, 
this is your focus. This is what we're going to be seeing from you moving forward. We won't be seeing you partnering up and, and going out and, and doing other work for other artists. Or are you going to plan to be kind of a jack of all trades or is it going to be focused strictly on Nick Perry? What's kind of the story moving forward here? You've got great questions today, man. I got to hand it to you. I think that it is laser focused on Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. This is my, I mean, this is now for the first time ever under my name. There's nowhere to run and hide. Uh, and like I said, I can't imagine stepping backwards from this move forward. So uh, it is all attention. I'm, I'm finally in a place where I can be the artist, the songwriter, the producer I've always wanted to be um, and without artistic compromise. And that's a huge thing for me. So, you know, I, I've, and, and, and compromise isn't always bad. Compromise can sometimes lead to wonderful things. Right. Uh, but sometimes it, it is bad. Uh, and in my case, I've, I've been through situations where I've been asked to compromise artistically, whether it was from a record label or manager or whatever it is. But this time around, it's like, no, I'm finally doing it my way. And it's not an ego thing. It's just I have a vision that I want to fully see come to fruition for better or worse. And so, yes, I'm very laser focused on this. I can't say that if I got a call from, you know, Lenny Kravitz and he asked me to, you know, <laughs> come out and play guitar for, you know, that I would say no. I can't say yes or no to that hypothetical right. because who knows what lies ahead. But um, I can tell you that I'm, I'm certainly not planning on uh, diverting any, any attention away from this. This will be my focus. And it has been for the last couple of years. Sure. Um, very, very strongly as I move forward. Absolutely. Well, we're looking forward to this record, man. And, and you kind of touch base on it again here real quick, but is this strictly a Nick Perry and Underground Thieves album, or did you partner up with all the friends you've made and maybe do some sort of collaboration and kind of get their input on a few things, maybe take a couple of ideas or suggestions? Any collaboration go on in the making of this record, or is it strictly a Nick Perry and Underground Thieves album? That's another great question. I would say that 95% of it was was given birth, you know, by, by myself and by five bandmates, um, if not 98%. Uh, there were a couple notable collaborations. Number one, there's a song on the record called Everybody Wants One, which is track six or uh, the first song on side B, if you're listening on vinyl. That song I co-wrote with my ex-Silvertide bandmate and singer, Walt Lafty. Okay. Uh, that was an idea that we had together. So that is worth noting. And there's also a song, track three on the album, called Fall, which I was very, very blessed and grateful to have a hero of mine. His name is Jimmy Necco. I think he's one of the best singers alive in the world. He's the singer and driving force behind a band called Ours, O-U-R-S. Sure. And Jimmy Necco is kind of a legendary singer, a songwriter, and, and he was kind enough to Sing background vocals <laughs> on my song. I wow. couldn't believe it. You know, it's like we're, we we we've become friends, and uh, uh, I was nervous about asking him because he's like my favorite singer. So, uh, but he very very uh, cordially, uh, you know, agreed. He's such a wonderful guy, and he ended up singing background vocals on that song, which was a huge honor for me. So, That's um, those are two worth uh, notable uh, things, I think to answer your question. Well, I tell you what, we are certainly in for a treat when Sun Via comes out, and that's going to be happening here August 14th. We played Excess for you here just a few minutes, and uh, coming up, we're going to be doing Feeling Good. Nick, congratulations. I'm going to be the first to say congratulations on this new record. We can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much for taking time and chatting with us here in Fargo. Where can we find you on social media? 
Well, thank you for having me. I do appreciate it. Uh, I'd love to come back anytime you just say the word. I appreciate the support. Uh, pretty much found and, and link from the main website, which is Nick Perry, P-E-R-R-I, NickPerryMusic.com. But on Instagram, it's at Nick Perry. Uh, Facebook is Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. Twitter is at Nick Perry. Uh, YouTube is Nick Perry, the Underground Thieves. It's all pretty much... I mean, I'm very active on online, as you know, so I'm not hard to find. I'll hop on for the journey because I truly feel like the ride is, is just beginning now. Make sure you mark your calendars. Pre-order that album, Sun Via, coming out August 14th from Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves.